0: We listen to your word. We pray that you speak to us. You minister to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We thank God so much for today. And uh, we've been talking about. How to turn your faith loose. How to turn your faith loose. Last two weeks we talked about, right, you know, Reverend gave us that equation. And the equation was right thinking plus right believing plus right confession go to activated faith. Amen. And we talked about right thinking some last two weeks. We talked about right believing last week. But today, we are not talking about right confession. Reverend, I believe Reverend is the right person for this message. He's doing so much justice to it. Today, I want us to look at something still related to faith. I believe that it will be a blessing to all of us. Amen. Do I want us to look at a subject I've tacked hearing, 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 hearing. Somebody will ask, what is about hearing at all? Amen. Amen. We are talking about hearing. Hearing, hearing. When you say hearing, what comes to mind? Your ears, right? Yes. Amen. So when you talk about hearing, the thing that comes to mind is ears. And the amount of thing that you can hear is not dependent on the size of your ears. Do you know that? There are some people that have very big ears, but they don't hear anything. But today we are talking about hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God. So... Has to do with the word of god that you have to hear amen how many of us think that it is very, very important that we hear the word of god you know that everything that you hear influences you whether good or bad the thing that you allow to enter your ear and sometimes the thing that you allow to continuously enter our ear it influences the way we think it affects the way we look at things you know sometimes you know what people call uh, propaganda, or something like they would tell, they will continuously tell a lie, to the point that it becomes truth. So that's why we have people in this country, not Korea. How many of us know North Korea? We know North Korea. You know that place. I don't know whether to call it a communist state or whatever it is. But I don't know whether you've ever watch a video of how the people in that country see other people outside the country. North Korea is like one of the most closed countries in the world. And everything that they need to hear, the government controls it. So the government controls what comes on the television, what they need to hear. And because of that, they have so much hatred and bitterness for the USA. And all their life, all that they are looking out for is a day that they would drop their bomb in the USA to kill everybody. Their life, their life is limited to that area. And it's the same way that you and I also believe, also act. What we continue to hear, sometimes if, a, if somebody is a child, the child hears good things, it builds confidence in the child. You can do it. You are intelligent. You are this. You are that. You are that. That thing builds something in the child. And the same, there could even be even between. The second child to you, you are not good. You are so bad. You are stubborn. You are this, you are that. That thoughts that continuously goes through the ear of that child will affect the how do I call it? The the self belief of the child. So the child will end up not having the confidence, the lowest self esteem, and all that. So the same thing too has to do with the word of God. And so today we want to look at hearing the word of God. Is there any benefit at all of hearing the word of God? And when I talk about hearing the word of God, I'm not just talking about coming to church on a Wednesday or coming to church on a Sunday alone and hearing it. Because the truth of the matter is that as we come today, I'm going to speak like 40, 50 minutes. By the time you go, you hear a lot of things... For a very long time in the course of the day tomorrow friday saturday sunday even before you come a lot of things will pass through your ear and now because of inter uh, technology internet you have youtube you have this that you'll we'll be listening to entertainment you'll we'll be listening to politics you'll we'll be listening to soccer, uh, football whatever following things and we we'll getting feed and all that so those are the things that is occupying our minds You get it But today, I want us to concentrate on hearing the word of God. Amen. The first scripture that I want us to look at is Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah chapter 30 from verse 20 to 21. And how many of us know that when you you are hearing somebody, automatically the person that you are hearing is a teacher to you. You get it? You know, sometimes, oh, I'm just listening to him. I I don't I don't I don't think that thing will influence him in any way. No. The thing that you are listening to, you know, sometimes you'll be there and you will start singing a song that you've not consciously learned. Has it happened to you before? You just be there and say, Ah, I never learned this song. And the the ability to sing the whole song determine depends on the number of times you've heard a song. So like maybe if it's passed through your ear once. Maybe it's only the chorus that you can sing. But if you listen to it like 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, you know the details of the song. You know when the instrumentalist needs to come in, especially the, the song, those that teach how to sing. If you are going to teach a song, you need to know so much about the song. And how do you get to know about that? You have to listen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 20, 21. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore, but your eyes shall see your teachers. Your ear shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left Amen. Can we go to the verse 20? It said, and though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. That's one of the things that as believers, most times we do. We have moved our teachers to the corner. And when I'm talking about teachers, I'm talking about those that we hear. Because every time we are, every we are listening to somebody who is teaching us something. And the thing that the person is teaching is it's not like you are going to school that the person is teaching you maybe uh, business management. Oh, no, or But anything that you are listening to, some of us never went to school on certain things that we know, but we learned it through YouTube or something. You get it. So in that case, that particular person was a teacher to you. Do you get the point I'm trying to raise? So the Bible is saying that we should not move our teachers to the corner our teachers. So in this case, I'm talking about the teachers of the Word of God. Some of us, if I ask you, when was the last time that you were there by yourself, you decided to say that, oh, I'm going to go to YouTube or podcast or whatever to listen to one of the messages that Reverend has been." because sometimes when he comes to church and he's preaching, it's like the message is so much it's like this message is for me. But how many of us know that when we hear a message for the first time, it's about just 11% of it that we, 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 we retain. So if you want to retain more, that means you don't have to move your teachers to the corner. You get it? So from today, if you you want to say that, oh, I like what your event Chris teaches me on Sunday, I like what your event Chris teaches me on Wednesday, or oh, I like this message, or oh, I like this message, what it means is that you don't have to, you have to move that teacher. I want to use Event Chris Moore as an example. So you move him from the corner. Bring him to the main place and try to listen to him. Amen. Amen. And he said that when you hear him, he will show you this is the way. How many of us have known that when you come to even sometimes in just one sermon, we will learn something about marriage. One sermon, like the last time that we were talking about right thinking, one sermon, he was talking about financial management. One sermon, he was talking about courses that we had to choose. One sermon, he was talking about business. One sermon, he was talking about investment. All in one sermon. But sometimes, as we know, we come and we'll be laughing. Some of them, it's, it's, it's like, you have to laugh, which is good. Our Wednesday church, and we'll be laughing. And all those things. But, I think that sometimes, just when you go home, and you are by yourself, and you are listening to it again, certain things that you overlooked, By virtue of the excitement in the house. By virtue of the things that were happening around that were not making you want to do it. When you go home and you listen to it again, you will be able to get something from it. Amen. Amen. Are are we understanding what I'm saying? Are we understanding it? John chapter 12, 27 to 30. We are going to read a lot of scriptures. John chapter 12. John chapter 12, 27 to 30. 27 to 30. Now, this is Jesus speaking. My soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came. From heaven saying, I have both glorified, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it said that it had tended. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come because of me, but because of your sake. Amen. Something happened and a voice spoke to Jesus Christ. The people that were around heard the voice. But when they heard the voice, it they showed the typical characteristics of us when we hear when you hear a message or when you hear a voice. Sometimes what we hear is the enthusiasm that happened around. So some people were talking about the tender that happened when the voice was coming. So maybe after this service, when you go and ask maybe... Uh, Ask somebody that. What did you hear? The person, oh, the service was powerful. What this? The enthusiasm, you know, the things that happen around, the things that happen around the service is sometimes. That is what we, we get. That's what some people get, and there's uh, and another one too is that the manner in which the message was delivered. Some people that's what they, not the message itself. The manner in which the message was delivered. So if there were a lot of jokes. Those, you see, you remember those ones. You remember the jokes and how we were laughing and everything. And the third one is that the person delivering the message. So some people were talking about the message coming from an angel. I, I don't know if you are getting where I'm coming from. Some people were talking about a message coming from an angel. That was their interest. But Jesus came and told them, you see, this voice that came, it did not come for me. But it was for your sake. It was for their sake to be able to understand what the person was trying to speak to them. And I believe that that is the same thing with any message that comes. It's good that when the message comes, there are some joy and there are some. And we're say that if you don't understand, say, yeah. everyone say, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's good. But the message came for our sake. Tell the person sitting to you that the message came for your sake. Tell the person, the message came for my sake. (laughs) So, even after all the excitement and all the joy that accompanies the message, you have to listen to the message. Because Jesus was telling them that, you see, this message did not come because of me, but the message came for your sake. So, sometimes, even as we are talking about faith and the excitement that comes with it, it's good, but the message came for our sake so that our Faith will be renewed. Amen. I want us to look at some of the benefits of hearing. Some benefits of hearing. Some benefits of hearing. Benefits of hearing. The first one, obviously, is that faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Faith comes by hearing. Faith. Faith comes by hearing. Your ability to have much belief much understanding in something is when you listen to it consistently that's how come our faith will be built up and it, and this thing is not just about the word of god alone but it applies to everything even those of us in school you know nowadays some of the the lectures they record so even as they record and you don't understand and this i think this is a very good example you, you might not be able to understand what the lecturer is trying to say. But as you go to your student portal and listen to it again, you might not get it the second time. And you listen to it again, then you begin to understand where the lecture was. Because in that case, you can pause. You know, when the lecturer is talking like I'm talking now, you cannot tell me, pause. Let me <laughs> let me, let me jot this point down and uh, I better still rewind. We cannot do that. But when you are on your you're on your own and you're on the YouTube or whatever and you are trying to listen to it again, as the person is speaking and the person is maybe, the pace at which the person is going is not your pace. You can decide to pause the thing and think about it. Or better still, like now, I'll be giving a lot of scriptures. As I give the scripture, as you write, you might not be able to even understand what I'm saying. First, you are in your home and you are listening to the message, and I say that so. Then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You'll be able to take your Bible, open the scripture, read it for yourself, and listen to what the person is trying to say. You get it? So, faith comes by hearing. Faith. Faith comes by hearing. Faith. And that's one of the things that politicians use. They will always sometimes when they are trying to bring up a policy the first time they know the, they know the steps the first one is resistance by the people they know it they don't it's not like when they are bringing out any policy, like this universal credit that they were bringing I don't know heard of it know they have these uh, people that go for uh, maybe the person is not working the person is sick uh, the person is able to get this allowance initially they were separate but now they've put all of them together and People were initially people were resisting it and all that. No problem. We are not going to take the policy away. All that we need to do is that keep pushing the message. No. But now the resistance that I see when I read BBC now, it's not the same resistance six, seven months ago. Because now people are beginning to okay, how, what can we do to accommodate it? What can we do to it's the same thing with the word of God. When we hear it the first time, especially when you come to church, especially the message that we ever preached. Last two Sundays when you was talking about sexual sin, and if the message is hitting you, sometimes the resistance you know, sometimes when somebody is speaking, you yourself know that what the person is saying is just passing by the corridor of your mind. You are not listening to it. You get it? The resistance is small, but at maybe you go back and you listen to it again, and you listen to it again, then you see that the message will be entered small and to be giving you a little bit of understanding. Amen. So faith, faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And the second one is that hearing will help us to prevent backsliding, sliding, or slipping. Hearing, hearing will help us to prevent backsliding or slipping. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Hearing, when you hear, when you hear. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. Amen. The Bible says that we must give earnest heed. The things that we've heard, the things that we are hearing today, and the things that we will continue to hear, we must try to give some attention to it, otherwise we will sleep. Why? Because now that the world that we find ourselves there is a lot of things that is trying to get our attention, not a, a lot of things is trying to get our attention. Now even as sometimes you don't even want to watch it, but as you are going on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, Snapchat, as you are going, the, the 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 and I don't know how the technology does it nowadays. When they see that you you watch this video, you end up getting a lot of that video coming every now and then to your space. I realized. So maybe if you've watched a video on uh, uh, on maybe spectacles, <laughs> 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 you've watched <laughs> you've watched a video on spectacles. You realize that you'll be getting advertisement on spectacle. You'll be getting people's recommended video. And sometimes like ah, when you are watching YouTube, they'll be like. Recommended for you. Have I told you I want it? <laughs> but because of what you've watched before. So which people suppose that maybe, maybe one of these days, if you decide to maybe go and watch a CICC video on YouTube, there's a probability that when the next Sunday ones come or the next Wednesday one comes, they will recommend it for you. That one is also a tester of your own. Because even if technology is able to know what you like, then uh, there's something wrong. <laughs> Amen. But the point that I'm trying to make is that the more we listen, the more we listen, it will affect our. Because you see, when you listen and it enters into you, and it enters into you, it is affecting the way you think. It is affecting the way you think. And sometimes, you know, when Reverend was last week Wednesday, when he was talking about people from the third world countries, we are on a survival mode. As much as we are laughing about it, it's true. The way we live our lives, is like, so when you hear such a message, initially you might laugh about it. You know sometimes when the message is even for you, and even your laughter, even when you look at your face, your face does not even look proper. Even though you are laughing. See that the thing is entering you proper. That is good. So what I'm trying to say is that the more we listen, the more we pay heed to it. I, wanna, I want all of us in this house to become people who listen. And listen to the word of God. That's what I'm trying to say. It will help all of us. I know that some of us aside coming on a Wednesday or coming on a Sunday, we don't, we don't at all. We don't and it's not as if you don't listen to anything because most of us, as we are going to school or we are going to work, we have earphones. What is what are we listening? So we listen to something. So now I'm just saying that I want us to do some little bit of substitution. Try and I know it will be boring at the beginning, but Let's try and sift it in. And you see that it will change a lot of things. Amen. So that's the second one. Prevent sliding. And the third one is that it will help us to increase learning. When we listen, when we listen. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Amen. The Bible says that a wise man will hear, will hear and increase. Why? Why do we say that a, ma- a wise man will hear and listen? Because you see, if, for instance, the Bible, we did not need guidance in understanding the Bible, then. I think the Bible would have been enough. But even in the Bible, in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, it said he gave us apostles, he gave us teachers, he gave us prophets, he gave us evangelists for the edification of the saints. So that, you know, so if sometimes you go and read a particular scripture in the Bible, when you read it, you read it literally. You never got any understanding of it. But as you come to church, and maybe Reverend Chris or Reverend Gloria is preaching on it, and suddenly you see that that particular verse has been enlarged for you. That I never saw it from this angle. I never saw it from this direction. I never saw that you could interpret it this way. And because of that, you will go back and look at the same scripture. And now you are increasing learning. Get it? And that will even make it more exciting to learn. Because some of us, the reason why we don't like reading our Bible is that when you read the treatise, we don't understand what you are reading. And even as you are reading, it's like it looks like a very boring book for us. But at the same time, when you come to church and reverend is reads the scripture, you'll be there, you'll be nodding your head. Say, hey, is that is this still also in the Bible? Yes, it's in the Bible. But it's because we don't understand it. So for those of us that find it very difficult to read the Bible today, I'm giving you an recommendation Read the Bible with trying to listen to some message. You get the point I'm trying to read. So even as Reverend says, Oh, let's open our Bibles too, then you open to it as you are listening to the message. Then you listen to him. And from that angle, because sometimes, you know, when you're in class and the teacher gives an explanation on a topic, suddenly it exposes you and you'll be able to ask questions from different angles based on what you've heard. You get what I'm trying to say? So the Bible, the Bible has given us teachers. those who can help us to understand. If you think that on your own, it is very difficult, especially some of the books in the Bible, very difficult to read. Some people even call them sleeping tablets. Deuteronomy, oh Habakkuk, and this begat that. Especially when are reading the King James, and this begat that, and that begat that, and that begat that. By the time you read three or four verses, you're gone already. But I want to, I want to encourage you that one of the ways that you can increase learning in the Bible, increase learning because the Bible is one of the, is the best book, not one of the, the best book in the world. And if the best book is a boring book, then something is wrong. So if you want to get that enthusiasm and excitement to read the Bible on every topic, and now on every topic, because if you go to our podcast, on our podcast on I, I Apple, SoundCloud, YouTube, there are varied topics. So if you want topics on relationship, there's a message that i been preached in this church about it. Topic on finance. Topic on that. Topic on that. Topic. Every topic has been captured in one way or the other. So as you listen to it and you open to the scriptures that the the particular that the pastor or whoever is talking about, you'll be able to get some direction. Am I helping someone? Amen. The fourth one is that we sow seeds by hearing. We sow seeds. Some seeds are being sown when we hear seeds are being sown. Seeds. Luke 8, 11. Some seeds are being sown when we hear. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Amen. You know, just as when you are... Some, some people have some seeds sown on them. Some seeds. And it has been it can be triggered by anything. The same thing also applies to the word of God. When you are listening to the word of God, it is sometimes sowing some seeds of love in you. It's sowing some seeds of faith in you. It's sowing some seeds of endurance in you. It's sowing some seeds of patience in you. It's sowing some seeds of even praying in you. Because... Until, some of us, until we heard that prayer is important in church, there was no way we ourselves. I know sometimes the seed, some of the seed, in three months, they are coming up. In six months, they are coming up. In one year, they are coming up. That's how come sometimes you be there. You think that God has deserted you and everything, and it's like you're in a very low moment. If one of the ways that you get to know the seed is in you, is that in that low moment that you are not thinking about anything, what comes out? So suddenly, maybe you, you think that you begin to pray. That is a seed that has been sown in you. When you you were not thinking about it, and in the same way, when you flip it to the other side, when you have some friends or you have some things that you listen to or anything of that sort, it sows certain seeds. And some of us, some songs bring certain memories, or some songs bring certain reactions that you want to do. And it's the same thing with the word of God. When we listen, when we listen. He sowed seeds. Good seeds, not bad seeds. Very, very good seeds in us. So I want to encourage you that if you want good seeds, very, very good seeds in you, try. Try to make the word of God, hearing of the word of God, one of the things that you do. I know I'm, I'm trying to, this message is trying to change some people's culture. All that we know is that we come to church on a Sunday, Listen to heaven. But even before we started, I was showing you that you see, when you listen to the message, because of the environment, because of the excitement, because of the person delivering the message, you end up carrying less than 11%. And in fact, by the time it's Monday morning, you and I know that you might not even remember the title of the message at all. So, which we suppose that. In the course of the week, if you are also not reading your Bible, then you are going on your own till you come on another Sunday. That's why sometimes there's no edge in you yourself. You don't even see the need to go to church. Or you don't even see the need to pray. Or you don't even see the need to listen to the word of God. Or you don't even see the need to talk to somebody about Christ. Or you don't even see the need to do anything that is about. And that's why suddenly when you get to that edge, then you start to be given excuses this thing too much. This world that you find ourselves you should not be going that far. When you get there, you are, you are getting missing you are, you, are, you are losing it. Amen. Amen. The next one, how many have I given you so far? The first one is what? It comes by hearing. The second one backsliding. And the third one It helps us to increase learning. And the fourth one, some seeds are being sown. Some seeds are being sown. How many of us can confidently say that it's because of ten of messages that you heard, Reverend Chris, Reverend Gloria, if that's why you are still here? It was a seed that was sown. It was a seed that was sown. That's how come you came back. Amen. If, is it the fifth one? The it's a it's a fire that helps to get rid of all negative or bad behavior. It's a fire. It's a fire. But he, when you hear it, the word of God, it's a fire that helps to get rid of all negative or bad behavior. Jeremiah chapter five, verse fourteen. chapter 5, 14. Eighteen for me. The scripture. Okay, whopping Jeremiah 29, 20, 23 29. Sorry. Jeremiah 23, 29. Jeremiah 23, 29. It's not my word like a fire. says the Lord. Let's do another part. we look at the second part later. It's not my word like a fire, a fire, a fire. And that's one of the things that as we try to listen to the word of God, that's what one of the things that it also does in us. It enters us like a fire. It enters us like a fire. And how do we know that it has entered us like a fire? When it enters us like a fire, it starts burning certain behaviors in us. Certain behaviors in us are being bent by the word of God. You know, it's not everything that you say that, come out, come out. Oh, You remember one time in the book of Mark when Jesus went to the temple to, to teach? As he was teaching, the evil spirits were saying, leave us alone, leave us alone. As you are sitting now, some of the, some of the uh, behaviors that we've kept to ourselves, that is making us so difficult to deal with. By virtue of certain words that you hear. When you hear it, it's like the word of god is like fire and it as it enters you you yourself you'll be able to do a before and after analysis of your life or with and without with 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 hearing the word of god and without hearing the word of god or before hearing the word of god and after hearing the word of god you see that certain and it, sometimes you don't even know how it works you don't know how the change takes place that's why it is very important you know, it's, it's not like a reaction that you say that, oh, I saw it changing gradually. Initially, I could be, I, I, I liked fighting to this level. Now, I don't know. Sometimes you don't even see it. And sometimes you be, even as certain things pass by and people behave certain ways around you, you look back and like, what is happening to me now? It's as if now I'm not doing certain things that I used to do. Some of the things that were triggering things within me, it's like now they don't trigger anymore. You are changing. And it's because you are listening to the word of God, which some of us think that it is not, which, let me know you some of us, but the world thinks that it's not very important. But as a Christian, listening to the word of God, when Jesus was coming, when Jesus was around, most of the people first wanted to listen to him. When he went to the seaside, and he wanted to use the, the, the boat of Peter, why, was, why did he want to use that? Because the people were pressing him to listen. Just listen. Just listen. And if you read the book of Revelation, after the angel gives an account, he said, let anybody that has an ear, hear. Let anybody that has an ear, hear. Let anybody that has an... That means that it's not everybody that has, ears hears. Oh, it's true. Some of us, it enters through here, goes through here. We hear it, but we don't hear it. Because we don't want to hear it. So hearing, hearing is not for everybody. Especially the things that, you know, some of us, we want to hear when it's, when it's nice. When it's, oh, you are doing good. When it's complimentary. But when it comes to the things that it's like, it is attacking our bad behavior, it is, it is like a no-no. It is so difficult. It is so difficult that we don't even want to hear. Amen. The next one is that it breaks stronghold. The same scripture. It breaks strongholds. It breaks strongholds. When we listen, it breaks stronghold. The part we say that, and like a hammer, that breaks the rock in pieces. The word of God is like a hammer. When you are listening to the word of God, it's like a hammer. It is It is hitting. It is hitting. Sometimes it's like, ish, this weather is coming. It is, it is so strong, especially when you are talking about how difficult, maybe, or how stubborn you are, or how. You know, you know, sometimes we have certain behavior of ours. And when the word of God is coming, and it's like a hammer hitting. And it's not like it's a, a, a literal hammer, please. It's a, <laughs> it's a hammer that is dealing with certain behavior that we have. The word of God. It's a hammer. It's a hammer. It's a hammer. a hammer. You remember the scripture in Acts when king, uh, Paul was talking to the king. He said you nearly converted me he, he had to stop himself because as paul was speaking he said you nearly converted me if i had not told you to stop it was like a hammer hitting him hitting him so hard that he had to stop it that's how the word of god is to us until we conscious and that's it is our will. until we consciously say that we, i'm stopping i'm not listening to the word of god again i'm not coming to church i'm not listening to the audio when i get home That you can stop it. But once you allow to just listen to it, it will change you. It will change that prayerless life. It will change that wordless life, if there's any word like that. That you go through the day, through the week, you don't read the Bible at all. At, At all. Change it. Listen to the word because it will hit you. You know, sometimes when it hits you, you become quiet. Especially in church, <laughs> when when Reverend is preaching and the word of God has hit you so hard, you are you are trying to smile, but the smile is not coming. It's good. Take your time it's hitting you. It will break the it will break the rocks into pieces, and it becomes very smooth. You know, some of us, had it not been the word of God, we are not very very live lively people. People could not easily come around us. When they come around us, you have to be serious. You know, let's be serious. <laughs> when they come around us, it's like, they have to, because our, our behavior is not a very good behavior. But as we come to church, and we are talking about the fruits of the Spirit, and we are talking about love, we are talking about patience. See that, you naturally, you become a very, very lively and a lovely person. That's how come the enemy does not want you to be listening to the word of God. Because he knows the effect it will have on you. He to transform you. The woman at the wall in John chapter 4, it was just Jesus speaking to him. No man. Jesus telling him and she responding. So, oh, how many husbands have you got? The woman was crying. He says, oh, it's good that if no I said, because you had five. And even the one that you are living with is not your husband. It was just exchange of words, But it was hitting the woman hard, Hitting her. Hitting her. Hitting her. Hitting her. Hitting her. Hitting her. till so she changed and she changed the whole, the whole of the people of her city. So the same thing with us. There's no heart. But there's no heart that is too hardened, or there's no person that is too hardened that say that me, the word of God cannot change you. No, that's what Reverend always say that if you you just be humble and sit, be always be around to listen to him. Three years, two years, it will change, it will change. It's not. It's not always. I'm not saying it's not good. It's not always about come out, come out. Because sometimes some people do you know that some people even laugh. That evil spirit that's in them. So even after you've prayed for them and they feel they'll go home and take it back. Yes. But you know, the Word of God, when the Bible says is quicker and active, sharper than any two edged sword, it's very sharp. Amen. The next one is that it serves as a mirror when you listen to the Word of God. Hearing the word of God. The word of God serves as a mirror. Serves as a mirror. When you're standing in front of a mirror, what do you see? You see yourself. Have you ever been to church when the pastor is preaching and It's like, hey, has somebody going to give my script to him? It's like what he, what all that he's saying, he's talking about me. And sometimes you get some people get offended by it. Yeah, why is it that this thing that I came to tell you the last time you are using me to be a sermon? It's, it's a mirror that it is reflecting who you are. Just be humble to allow the change to take place. James chapter one. James chapter one, verse twenty-three and twenty-four. For if anyone is a hearer, a hearer, so a hearer is somebody who hears, (laughs) a hearer of the word, and not a doer. He is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. The next one. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. So the Bible is trying to make us understand that as you listen, you, you hear the word of God, it serves like a mirror to you. And there's no better way of you getting to know your reflection. Because, you know, especially the ladies will tell you, as they look into the mirror, it will help them to know that, oh, I have to change this. I have to straighten that. I have to do that. So that's all the same thing that the word of God, All the Word sometimes the word of God reveals ourselves to us. Because sometimes we are so difficult to deal with that we don't even want to accept it ourselves that this is who we are. So sometimes all that the word of God or hearing the word of God will do to you is that it will reveal my image in front of me. And I'll be looking at myself. I'll be looking at myself. And as you look at yourself in the mirror, the word of God will point out the parts of your body that needs to change or the parts of your attitude or behavior that needs to change. So like I'm speaking to you today, I believe that even as I'm speaking to you, I have been pointing out to you certain things about you in front of the mirror that you are standing. That needs to change. But just as the Bible said, it's just pointing to you but the, the changing sometimes has to do with what you want to do about it. Amen. Amen. And the last one is more will be given to those who hear. More. More will be given to those who hear. You know, as when we started, I said that when you listen or when you hear something, the first, the first time you listen and you don't listen to it again, you just get about 11% or less. But the more you listen to it, more will be given to you. And how do I explain that? For instance, when you watch a movie once, when you watch a movie once. Or that you'll be able to summarize the movie for me. So you'll be able to tell me that, oh, the story is about a child that was with the parents and the parents traveled and left the child and how the child suffered. That's the storyline. But what happened on the 50th minute or a particular statement that the person made that caught your attention, you will not be able to get to that detail. But maybe as you watch it a second time, there are, some, there are some movies that are our favorites that even now when you bring it to watch it again. And even as you are watching, there are some times that when the, the actor or the actress is speaking, we can talk with the person. As in, like, we can repeat. Sometimes it can be even 14 lines we can repeat. It. Yes, because you've watched it over and over and over and over and over again. And because of watching it over and over, more has been given to you. More in terms of the details that you need to know. I don't know whether I'm explaining it for you to understand. So the same thing applies to listening to the word of God. When you listen to the word of God, more will be given to you. Because like I'm speaking now, I know some people can be able to pick just one point, which is not bad. Maybe another person, one person will pick about, when I talked about, uh, uh, as you hear, you build your feet. Excellent. But there's more that I've said in the last 30, 40 minutes that I've been speaking So, like, if you listen to me again, then you'll be able to know, oh, he talked about this. He talked about that. He talked about this. He talked about that. Amen. Amen. Psalm 62, verse 11. I'm bringing my message to a close. Psalm 62, verse 11. Psalm 62, verse 11. God has spoken once. Twice. I have heard this The power belongs to God. Amen. You know this scripture. I read it, and I was not getting anything from it. But recently, I understood that I said God has spoken once, but I have heard it twice. How can you hear something twice that had been said once? That means I listen to it again. You get it. So the same thing that happened—that a message about prosperity or a message about faith or a message about deliverance or a message about healing can come once. But when you hear it again, you will get more from it. So I want to encourage all of us today that I know some of us, if I ask, you might not even have listened to gone to a, a YouTube or a podcast or wherever. You say that I'm going to, it's, it's not a culture. It's not something that you do. But I want to encourage all of us that, you know, just as we are able to learn some behaviors which were no good, we can unlearn those behaviors and we learn very good behaviors. And I can tell you as Christian, one of the best behaviors that we can learn, one of the best behaviors we can learn, is listen to the word of God. Not just in church. I, the, for the church, obviously, we come, But listen to it when you go home. The book of Jeremiah said, the spirit entered into me as he was speaking to me. You know, there are certain things that we will catch by virtue of listening. So many things that we will catch. We will catch. And, and this thing I'm talking about, it's not just about somebody who wants to say that, oh, the person wants to be in ministry or the person wants to be a pastor. No. There are certain revelations or there are certain insights that you get about your job, about whatever, that you get it by listening to your message. Because you know, by the time Reverend has finished preaching about just one message, he has stuck out so many angles about life, about health, about sometimes even I, I can even use B like, can call be like talked about so many things together in one. And like as we come, because he's hard-pressed with time, he might not be able to go into more details, more details, more details. But I want to encourage all of us that just as we talk about praying. We talk about reading the word. I also want to talk about hearing the word. Mm-hmm. Hearing, hearing. So if you don't have an earphone, go and get one. If you don't have an earphone, get one. If the flat that you are in you, you is by yourself, you can, you can. You can. or not you don't even need. You, if you want to hear it very loud, you can get speaker. But I think even with your iPad or your phone, if you're in your room. Sometimes, and this thing I'm saying, some people are like what, what, what is important. Haven't you watched a movie that you slept, and even when you woke up, that movie was still playing? Especially when you are watching series. So, if that has been able to happen, it, the the other side too can happen. Remember, I talked about pushing our teachers to the corner. So now I want us to push some of the things that we do to the corner and bring some. Because let's be let's let's be real, or let's let's be serious. <laughs> Since we started watching this series, all that we've been doing is enriching them. Sometimes, some of the things that we watch, it gives us some expectations that is not real. Especially our ladies. Sometimes we watch some, 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 some make-believe relationships. Oh, and you want that relationship, and you want the guy to be. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, you want. You know that that uh, you watch. You watch this a Romeo and Juliet kind of relationship where the guy is very very everything and because of that you are living in another planet too you you are living in another planet that is not earth and you want and you want the guy or you want the lady to be behaving that way you see where you are please come to earth and listen to some messages <laughs> <laughs> amen my last scripture John chapter 8 verse 12 John chapter 8 verse 12 Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Amen. He said, he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. There is a light for every area of our life that we need a life in this life we need a light in every area every area even in our education i think we need light in our relationship i think we need a light in our service to god i think we need a light every aspect of our life i think we need light but jesus is saying that those who follow me will get that light and the thing is that if you don't get the opposite of light is darkness. Sometimes the falling that we will fall is not because of anything, but it's because you're walking in darkness. And you see, when you're walking in darkness, you imagine if the whole room is the lights were off. I can easily fall. Easily. Easily fall. But if there's a light for me. And today we are learning that one of the ways that we can get the light so real and so open to us is by trying to listen to the word of God. So I want to encourage all of us that hearing and hearing, as Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, builds something in us, changes a lot in us, corrects a lot in us, sows a lot in us, and builds our feet. Amen. We thank God. Can we be on our feet, even as we close.